Okay, welcome to the Narrow Walk Podcast, episode two. Y'all, I please, please. So, a couple of things. I'm gonna do one thing real quick because I'm, I'm just I want I want to get straight into this. I want to. I'm a sharpshooter right now. Um, get a pen and a pencil, or a pen, pencil, paper. And let's take notes, because what we're about to dissect, <laughs> the enemy doesn't want you to get. And very rarely do I say these type of things, you know what I mean? A lot of people be like, oh, what I'm about to say, the enemy hates you. To... You know, they, they be doing aloha to hype. <laughs> I can't even get the words out, bruh. Because the intensity of warfare I received trying to just get this out is like it actually really it doesn't make any sense to me um it actually kind of uh yeah so what we're gonna do is I need you to get a paper and a pencil or a pen and you're gonna start taking notes of everything that's said here and if you miss something go back you know just rewind and just write it down because um I'm not laboring in vain. So we're gonna, we're going to we're going to get straight through this. I'm going to tell you something similar to the last episode I had to record 45 different times, right? Um not one but two spiritual attacks this morning. And guess what? I'm not complaining. I'm ha- the joy of the Lord is my strength. I'm happy. I'm actually I'm, I got a smile ear to ear. You see? You see it? You see the smile? Yeah. We're just going to get straight into it. I'm not even touching on anything. The little little thing that I want to touch on real quick is some intense warfare is coming. It's already at the doorstep of many people that's watching this. That's probably why you're watching this. It's at my doorstep. I could barely get this video out. I could barely record this video. Um, but we're here. God is God is faithful. Uh, the spiritual climate is going to get way more intense. So you're going to have more intense streams, more intense visions, more attacks. You probably start seeing things in the spirit you never saw before. Uh, God is leading me to do this uh, because it's going to be a little bit worse in the summertime. But there's nothing to fear. The uh, Like I said, the joy of the Lord is our, our strength. God is our defender, our protector, our refuge, our fortress in whom we trust. We shouldn't have to fear these things. But I'm going to be real with you. Man, it took me, wow, like, wow, the enemy really hates this. Um, <laughs> he really hates this stuff and is working overtime. So we're going to talk about the armor of God today. Um, I'm just going to go straight into it, man. I'm not going to even, <laughs> you can tell that I've been through a little, some things in watching this, right? Um, yeah, okay. So while many know that there's an ongoing war in the spiritual realm, not all do, so I won't assume that all do. However, I'm going to do a base level examination of Ephesians, Ephesians 6, which describes what we battle against, what we wear to our battles, how do we win. I'll preference this with saying that once you become a Christian, a true believer in Jesus Christ, the key is you have to read your word and you have to live out this, um, the word through the spirit of God. So those two things are major indicators that you are um, born again. Uh, because, uh, you know, a lot of people start to get a 
uh, inkling to want to read God's word. And if they, even if they don't, they, they start feeling convicted. So that's God's word already making, making, working in them through the spirit of God. So, but I will say that once you become a born again Christian, even if from this video, like you, you decide to give your life to Christ, um, I advise you to start, get a Bible if you can, if you can't DM me, contact me. I always say that in every episode and I'll try to get you one. Um, get a Bible if you can start reading it and start living out those things that the Lord said in that book. Okay. Um, once that starts happening though, you start, you enter the ongoing war and I'm going to get into that today. And, um, yeah, so <laughs> now you might want to click off this video cause it might be scary to some, but remember that the Lord did not give us a spirit of fear. He gave us love, power, and a sound mind. Let's keep our minds sound as we engage in this text. Um, and as we enter, um, into this one by one. Okay. So individually, when we give our lives to Christ, we enter the kingdom of God. Um, it's God's kingdom where he reigns and he rules and he is king. The opposing kingdom is a kingdom of darkness where Satan, quote unquote, reigns. Um, in reality, these are kingdoms that are incomparable. Um, but we are just going to go one by one about what each one kind of signifies does what it stands for all those things what happens in each one um just really quick brief it's not like an in-depth thing the kingdom of god brings life because god is life the kingdom of darkness brings sin which the wages of sin is death romans six twenty three. so it brings death however there is a constant battle every single moment of the day day and night never pausing or receiving rest because they don't need to the realm is spiritual the kingdoms are spiritual our god is spiritual Okay, so these are two different kingdoms with two different goals. The goal of God's kingdom is to redeem your soul unto Jesus Christ, making him your Lord and Savior, giving you eternal life. Once that's complete, you are to begin to equip others and do the commands of Jesus, making disciples in all the earth, right, with his word and his commands. Um, and you are also a part of a beautiful family called the body of Christ, but you're also a part of something called the bride of Christ and... We're not going to get into that. It's too little detailed, but read your Bible and you'll find it. Um, now, obviously, if we see that this is God's kingdom's goal, we can see that the enemy has his own perverted way of doing things, um, which is taking God's stuff and perverting it. Um, he has his kingdom of darkness's goal, which is just to keep you in bondage, keep your soul from being truly set free, redeemed, keeping your soul on a highway fast fast track highway to hell because life is but a vapor the bible says that um and while making sure that you bring others with them so in a sense you are low-key an evangelist in one kingdom or the other without you even knowing it because it's based on the life you live um so whether you like it or not you're either in two groups and two kingdoms one or the other, you have to make a choice on which side you will be on. There's literally no in between. You're either bound or free. Okay, so where do we go and where do we land on this ongoing war between God's kingdom and Satan's kingdom? All right. Now, I want to give you a little pointer tip when it comes to war. God already won the war. Um, so we don't have like much to worry about as in terms of that war, the war part of the spiritual warfare part. Um, but we do enter battles. So. The Bible is just not a book of stories, but it's God's story of him restoring his people 
mankind back to him through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, his one and only begotten son, 2 Corinthians 5.18. The end of the story is already written in a book called Revelation, and it states we already won the war because Jesus died on the cross for our sins, and through endurance of faith in him will be saved in the end, Matthew um, 24.13. So you might be saying, okay, Elisha, I got that, but why do we have to battle daily? Okay, a few things. We are redeemed through Christ and his blood, and we receive eternal life and salvation through his sacrifice on the cross. So when our body dies, if we gave our lives to Christ and we walk by the Spirit of God um, that was given to us in salvation, and we die, we receive eternity, um, eternal life and eternity, but not only that, we also receive rewards if we walked by the Spirit of God, did his will and honor, stuff like that, great stuff like that, awesome stuff. Um meaning that we get to spend eternity with our savior. Um, and I spoke about like this inheritance part that, um, in Ephesians one Bible study, the first episode, go check it links. It should be somewhere on the screen now or down below, or you can find it on the channel. It's, it's easily to be found. Um, so let's continue. However, we are still expected to live here on earth, Um, And through that same Jesus we gave our lives to, like I spoke about in the first episode, we are supposed to complete his father's will for our lives by denying our flesh, the world, and the enemy's temptations by walking in his perfect plan. Romans 12, 1 to 2. Okay, so some of you might be saying that's hard. It is hard. Of course it's hard. But uh, we don't do it on our own. We complete this by the Spirit of God, which is the Holy Spirit working through us and with us. John 14, 26 and John 16, 13, along with the word of God, which is the weapon of our warfare, which we'll see later on. Okay, now we had a crash course. Now we know what happens when death takes place and what happens during salvation. Who's our opponent? Who's our enemy? Who's our op? First Peter 5, 8. Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your devil, um, your devil, your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. So we should know that the devil cannot be everywhere at the same place at the same time. That's obvious. He's not God, so you're not directly going up against him, but his demons. And there's different ranks that Paul also discusses in the same text. Um, I don't think we might be discussing that. I don't think we're going to be discussing that today. We, We might. It depends. Um, we'll be addressing some of the lower level warfare that every Christian will get though. Um, and I would go into more detail, but the spirit's focus is to equip you, um, in these times and not really get you caught up in the details per se. But however, there's great resources. I might include some down below about people who do in depth in depth years worth of study on spiritual warfare and, um, the Bible and exegeting and so all that stuff, all that great, 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 great stuff. Also, side note, this is a great time to get to know your counselor, your helper, your advocate, your friend, the Holy Spirit. Um, because anything I won't touch on in this episode can be easily revealed by God's Spirit or through His Word. All right, so let's get started. So we're going to be reading from ESV mainly. Um, so yeah, Ephesians six ten through 17. Ephesians 6, 10 through 17. We're going to start with verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the devil's schemes. So pause. Instantly, we're giving a charge or a command of sorts. It's to be strong in the Lord. Now, there's many definitions in the Strong's Concordance um, of strong, but they didn't really give me the particular definition I was looking for. So I went to Oxford um, and Oxford says 
plainly stated, to be able to withstand a great force or pressure. Synonyms are secure, well-built, indestructible, well-fortified, and my favorite, well-defended. While withstand means remaining undamaged or unaffected by resist, um, which plays into the rest of the passage really well, we're told to be secure, well-built, well-fortified, well-defended, in what exactly? In the Lord, in his strength, in his might, um, in the strength of his might, actually. And might is defined as a great and impressive power or strength, uh, especially of a nation, large organization, or a natural force. I love that natural force phrase. Um, it, it's just beautiful. Like I, I love using it for this case. So uh, we could rephrase this in a sense and say, be secured, well-fortified, well-defended, indestructible in the Lord and in the impressive strength of his natural force okay so you see when it comes to fighting battles um the game plan is already laid out believe it or not um but we don't do anything and absolutely anything before being stable and strong in the lord um having faith in what he said and what he does right and what he has already done on the cross so what does it look like to be indestructible it's like i said by faith and how do we gain faith i'm going to sound like a broken record every single episode each and every single time but you're gonna have to get this we must have faith by his word romans 10 17 says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of god our faith is predicated on his word because you cannot know how to be strong in the lord and the strength of his might if you don't know psalms 24 verse 8 which says the lord is strong and mighty the lord is mighty in battle the battle that you're facing, you're going to need him to win. So because he's a strong and mighty one and he's the mighty one in battle, it's best to know these verses. It's best to build up your faith through the word of God, because that's how we're going to tackle most of the stuff that we're going to deal with. And I'm going to give a pretty well depth explanation through the Holy Spirit that some study of that I did about um, each armor and uh, some verses that connect to it. And it's, it's pretty cool what I what I found out. But uh, we're going to continue. So God does have a track record, my friends. His word is filled with stories, promises, and prophecies fulfilled, all stating that he's more than capable of winning his battle, this battle, um, seeing that he's already won the war. Um, so command point one is to be secured, well fortified, well defended, indestructible in the Lord and the impressive strength of his force. Side note, I want to clarify that um, one of the definitions is undamaged and unaffected and by that definition, um, you would need to have your armor on. And like I said, I'm going to go in depth on what each armor kind of represents, what it does, what, they, what the armor is called and stuff, um, and some verses throughout the text to help you connect these things and understand the reason and meaning behind each one. Because this is a spiritual thing, as we know. It's not a physical thing. So command point two is to put on the armor of God that you may be able to withstand um, against the schemes of the devils. So we're going to get to the armor later on. Um, right now, we're going to address the schemes of the devil. John 10, 10 says the thief comes only to still kill and destroy. I come that you may have life and life more abundantly. So I want to address something really quick because I feel like the culture is so jam packed with um an understanding of uh, thinking that 
the devil's like our friend and it's cool to worship Satan and it's cool to have all these like aesthetics that are like demonic and witchy and it's almost become the norm. Um, and the spirit of God led me to write this, um, uh, while I was doing the study because I, I, I really feel like it's needed in a time like this to remember who this being is remember what this kingdom is about all right so the bible describes the devil as our adversary some translation says our enemy so a quick wake-up call to anyone who needs to hear this the devil is not your friend the demons are not your friend and the enemy doesn't want to befriend you i know that society might have tricked you into thinking that they're friendly or they like you or you like them but they want absolutely nothing to do with you other than to use you to destroy yourself and others um, and to live out their lustful, sinful desires through you because you are made in the image of God and they hate God. Therefore, they hate you. They are incapable of love. Only God is capable of love and he's capable of true love because he is true love. They are not. Their internal demise is damnation to hell for eternity because of the sin, the strife, and the wickedness these spirits have caused in the heavens and on the earth for centuries. And for you to not end up like them, please give your life to Christ today. That is the only way, okay? Jesus truly loves you. He truly cares about you. He truly wants to see you at peace and with the best thing in the whole entire universe, which is him, right? And trust me, this is coming from somebody who has tried a couple things and has seen the world. Um, I know I'm young, 21, but I've I have seen the world, seen tried a couple things, and it wasn't worth it. And I've I've also, you know, tried God, and I thought you know the world was gonna be better, and I went back to it, and it was still trash. So <laughs> give your life to Christ, man. That's all I gotta say. All right, so let's continue. 1 John 3, 8 says, He that committed sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning. And for this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. So we got a gist of who the devil is, what he does. Um, and a little, little later on, we're going to get an understanding of um, the hierarchy. Um, like I said, you're not really going toe-to-toe -to -toe with him or even some of his big generals in his kingdom. You're most likely going to be going toe-to-toe -to -toe with lower level demons or like people who operate in his kingdom so yeah this is gonna get like we're gonna go a little deep in the next two episodes um so his schemes a schemes is defined as makes plans especially in devious way or with intent to do something illegal or wrong so i like that they threw the illegal thing in there because he quite literally um perverts god's word and perverts his law so you can uh be tricked and disobey it um so in this case his schemes would be to still kill and destroy um to get you to perpetually sin without remorse or repentance against a holy god once again the only the only the only the only payment for your sins is the blood of jesus we must get that that jesus has already died on the cross for your sins so 
you cannot do it in any other way. There's no other avenue. Um, and the devil works in a way to try to make you think that as well. But we're not going to get into that today. Um, all right. So Ephesians six twelve says that for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Um, I'm going to do a quick story time. So over a year ago, I had a... Um, TikTok page where I did a live. Um, Many of you know it. It was Freedom Wave. For those who do know me, like I used to have a little ministry thing called Freedom Wave. Um, And I did a live and it was, I was kind of discussing, I would either pray for people or or like talk about what the Lord has laid on my heart or whatever the case may be or just whatever. Just chill out on the live. But one day, the Spirit of God led me to do a teaching or like a, a discussion about how we're supposed to fight demons, not people. Clearly, demons did not like that because the power went out in my house. No other house during and down the block got power that went out. Uh, just problem after problem, whatever issue that day, right? But I'm showing you the spiritual retaliation, even with this particular episode and podcast. Um, I don't even have to go back to a year ago because they, they're just, they overplay their hands so much that here we are, um, me recording this episode for the fourth time, um, because I tested the audio, I tested everything and it was fine. I went back, the audio was completely screwed. I can even include a a clip here. The audio was kind of like messed up. Um, there was like an issue with the first video. So that's why I didn't use the first, the first footage. Like, it's just a thing after a thing after a thing. And mind you, this was not even a direct, like, well, uh, nah, let me not. <laughs> this kind of is a direct attack teaching against the kingdom of darkness, but it, it is more so a defense. Of course, like I said, like to understand what the, what the armor of God and spirit of God and, um, the spiritual armor does for you, but you're not going to be doing the Lord's work or truly living, a Holy Spirit filled life without retaliation of the enemy. All right. But we must know that we are not wrestling human beings. So that's why I brought this verse up um, is because, and I brought that testimony and that story up. I could have easily blamed FPNL um, or FPL. Why do, why do we add like an end to everything as black people? I'm going to move on, but <laughs> what? Okay. So yeah. Um, I could have easily blamed the electricity people in my neighborhood. I could have easily blamed everybody that pissed me off that day. I could have done so many different things, right? Um, And retaliation, but to know that it was not those things. And that's what we must operate in life. And that's why Paul says before anything else, right? Before I start telling you what these, these, these armors are, who you actually are going up against, because he, he goes in later to, to, to go one by one about the hierarchy of the kingdom of darkness. Before all that stuff, I'm going to tell you a couple things. One of which is to stay strong in the Lord and in his power and his might, not in your own. The second thing is to understand that you're not wrestling with human beings. So the, the armor that I'm going to tell you to put on, you can visualize it all you want. But there is spiritual implications to each individual part of this armor. And that's what we're going to get into. Um, and you must realize that you're not wrestling with human beings. Like, 
the devil can use literally anyone <laughs> and, and like he, he used like the the holy spirit came over peter he said something that jesus uh um revealing jesus's divinity in one moment and then saying something else in the next moment and jesus literally says get behind me satan because of the spiritual implications that were take at worked in that moment so like i want you guys to understand when it comes to this armor and this specific teaching in this next two-part episode you must must realize or putting on this armor how we must live right um how we must go about our daily lives our daily walks with christ and how we must treat others because the armor is not going to work, baby, if you if you cussing this person out and cussing that person out and thinking that they're the problem. It's a spiritual armor. So you, you act out in the spirit. You, you react in the spirit. You pray about issues. You bring it before the Lord. Don't wrestle with flesh and blood. You're not fighting your fellow man. Okay? So that's that part. Um, the last verse I think we're going to discuss today is going to be, a, uh, verse six, 13. Yeah. Verse 13. We're just going to discuss three, three verses because we're going to do a part two to this. So the last verse is verse 13. Therefore take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, having done all to stand firm. So you have to get the first couple of points first. Um, we're going to go over them. And if you need notes, they're going to be down below as well. I always include my notes for podcasts that are like this. Um, trust me, the next episode after part two, which is going to be episode four, um, is not going to be as like teachy type thing, Bible study type thing. I want to actually just discuss a couple of topics that's been laying on my heart about a lot of things in the world and stuff. The Holy Spirit kind of gave me like a, like a, a leeway because God led me to do this topic for this armor thing. I think it's, it's needed. It's, 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 um, it's so fitting for the climate spiritually. So we, we do need to understand about this, but a couple of things before we close out this episode is to understand that we are having to be secure in Christ, secure in his word, knowing, going before him as he is, like he is the I am that I am. He's able to defend you in this. Faithlessness is not going to work in these battles. Not, not thinking that these arm, this armor that you're placing on your spiritual man is not going to work, won't work for you if you don't think it's going to work for you. Right? So we, we have to have this idea that one, God is strong and mighty. He's mighty in battle. He's able and capable to see us through this. If he's not stressing, worrying, why why should I, right? Point two is going to be that we are not wrestling against flesh and blood. We're not going up against people who might the enemy might be using in our lives after we start seeing God actively work in our lives our hearts are starting to change and, and God re- starts revealing to us. We're starting to discern a thing throughout our, our natural, um, uh, our natural lives as m- evil per se, or more so like it has the enemy kind of has his hand on it. And he's tampering with it. 
um, we we don't come after that person. We don't come after that thing. We come after the spirit behind it. But we do it with the wisdom and the counsel of God. You also don't just start calling down and binding and attacking and rebuking just for the sake of. Um, Paul also talks about in one of the other letters about not, you know, punching your fist in the air or just flimsily uh, attacking without a strategized plan or without understanding, without being led by the spirit of God. So it's also important to know that when you're not wrestling against flesh and blood, you're wrestling against um, these other things that we're going to get into. You have to recognize that you must go to God, submit to God, resist the devil. He will flee for the game plan. So we're going to get into the armor in episode two, part two. I thank you guys for this time of your day. Um, I really enjoy doing these. Um, even though things happen, things have happened. God is still on the throne. Um, I'm not, I didn't even touch on it or try to talk about it way too much. Cause, um, he like God is God is God is faithful and just and I'm not trying to give the devil no glory for all this stuff that took place. Um I trust that this is gonna get through to someone and it's gonna really help someone, especially part two. I'm so excited for part two. So please subscribe, like, comment down below, and I'm gonna lead us out with a prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you for every single person that is watching this episode. Um Lord, you know um, what we had to go through to get here, but um, I trust that you are faithful and just to see this whole message, this whole thing through. I pray that this reaches the people that it's supposed to reach, that they understand how to be equipped with the armor of God fully, Lord, understanding that it's a spiritual armor. It's not a natural armor. I pray, Lord, that you are um, impacting their lives in a positive way with this message. I thank you for um, really just giving me instruction and teaching me and showing me things that I need to know and um, helping me release it to others so they can be um, as of uh, it can be as, as of use to them as well. Um, and Lord, I thank you for every single unbeliever that's watching this podcast who hasn't given their life to you. I pray that you draw them near to your son, Jesus, to show them that he's the only way to you, Lord. I thank you that, um, they're inquiring souls of what Christ is doing in my life. And I, I pray that you could show them what he can do in their lives. If they just give their lives to him, father, God, pray for miraculous um um changes in their lives once they decide to release the control release everything and just uh, just give their lives to him repent of their sins and turn from their wicked ways and just turn to christ i pray that everything will change for the better um and they will be evangelists and 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 carriers of the gospel after that um, in Jesus mighty name. Amen. Stay tuned. There's going to be another part to this. Um, I don't know when I could report it, record it right after this, or I could wait until another time, but I enjoy the time I spent here today. Um, thank you for watching the narrow walk. You can follow it on everything, every single platform, share it with your friends, please, 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 please. Um, 
We were just trying to share the gospel, get these, get this word out here, and really just trying to do great work for the kingdom of God. So even if you don't see yourself making a podcast or doing whatever, it's you're you're building up the kingdom by sharing this content and um, telling somebody about this podcast who might need this. Um, so I thank you so much for those who do share, those who do like, those who do comment and interact with this. And I pray that you all have a blessed week. Bye-bye.